What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am so excited today to be talking about Posh Fest. Day one is in the books. Posh Fest 2020 is in the books. So I am going to have a few people on to talk about the highlights of it, um, all the ins and outs of Posh Fest 2020. Before we get started, I do want to talk about my mystery boxes. They are pre-sale right now. So if you signed up for a mystery box, you should have gotten an email today. I've had a couple of people reach out and say they did not get an email. Um, so send me a DM and if you did not sign up for pre-sale, they go on sale tomorrow. So definitely keep an eye out for that. There is a limited amount of those more information on my Instagram. That's not what today is about, but I did want to make sure to, um, talk about that. And without further ado, I had girly girl styles. Hopefully she, um, joins on the chat. If not, she will be on Monday. She did an intro for my YouTube video. So I am going to go ahead and show that my new, this is my premiere intro for my YouTube video. And then I will go ahead and bring on these wonderful ladies. Maybe I'll show it. Here we go. Maybe. There we go. Oh my God, how stinking amazing is that? That is by Girly Girl Styles. So if you do not follow her, she has a YouTube channel and I have a link in my Instagram link tree if you want her to make one of those. Uh, she does that for her day job. But without further ado, um, Mia is supposed to be joining us. I think she might be having some technical difficulties, so hopefully she will be on soon. Uh, this is my dear friend, Michelle and Yolanda. If you guys do not know them, those are their Instagram handles. Absolutely go head on over to Instagram and follow them. Amazing content, great resources to the community. Normally, I do a little bit of an intro, but we have too much to cover today. Um, so these are amazing people. Definitely follow them. They're resellers. They went to Posh Fest today. Uh, Mia should be joining us if she can get her connection to work out, but we're going to dig right in. It was a jam packed today. I actually was not able to make um, any of it because it's Friday and I have three kids remote learning. So I'm really excited to hear what everyone has to say. I was able to, so they did the YouTube live this morning, and then I think they're also doing it live on YouTube tomorrow if you aren't attending Posh Fest, but Manish got up and talked and did his whole State of the Union. I was able to watch that in the recording after, um, so I can touch a little bit on that, but then I'm excited to hear about what sessions you guys, there's Mia. Hey girl, can you hear us? No, oh, hopefully we can get to her. Um, so let's talk about, did you guys all attend this state? Actually, let's rewind. Who went to the pre-party last night to get it all started? I did. Me, oh, it was fun. Was it fun? We had a good time. Yeah. It was as fun as in person for sure. Um, but I think they did a really good job. Yes, it was fantastic. I loved connecting with everybody last night and just being able to at least meet new people that I haven't had to be able to, to um, normally meet. Um, like you said, it'd be nice to have it more in person, but we made the best of it and it was really great. And um, I think everybody did a wonderful job. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and I was a little nervous it was going to be too long, but then it like got to the end and I was like, oh, that kind of went quickly. And I loved they did breakout rooms in the process posh fest pre-party which was nice because then we had some more intimate conversations and talking to people talking to people that i have like seen on instagram but i'm like oh like we can kind of talk in real life right um so that was nice anyone if you guys are joining in the comments um definitely leave your comments down below add your comments to my questions um let me know what sessions you guys attended today and what you enjoyed mia are you there is she frozen yeah Okay. Well, hopefully she can get up. Um, all right. So let's get into it. The State of the Union, it started off this morning with um, Manish. Is that right? I always say, in my head, I say Manish. And I'm like, that's yeah. not. <laughs> it's Manish. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so it started off today, YouTube Live with Manish. He went over State of the Union. Um, I wrote down some notes, but I didn't see it live. I was actually on a Zoom call with my kids school they do like a parent conference every week because we're kind of the teachers now so i was on a zoom call with them and then reading all the comments <laughs> in the youtube live to figure out what was going on um so i didn't watch it live so i'm interested to hear what your guys's takeaways were with that and then we'll get into the breakout sessions okay i mean michelle you can go first <laughs> 
Okay. I was really excited. Um, with this being my first Posh Fest, um, it was really nice to know and be able to like see what was previous year to what is this year. And Manish kind of jumped right into that. What um, happened in 2019 going into 2020. And um, with them launching Canada, it was really amazing to hear that Canada has over 1 million Posh users. So I think that's great. Um, also a takeaway that I took from that, one in five people in America, that is just amazing to me, are Posh users. And there's I, over 16 million people on Poshmark. Was yeah. it 60 or 16? I, I, I wrote down 16. 60. Okay, I wrote down 60. Your number sounds more reasonable. Okay, yeah, I, I <laughs> wrote down 16. It's a lot, right? Absolutely. I mean, just think of that audience that we have. And I can't believe there's one in five in America that are Poshmark users. That's just amazing to me. Yeah. And, and you know, he said numbers. And so I wrote the numbers down. Um, clearly, I wrote them down wrong because then I was shipping when I was listening, um, multitasking all day. But what I thought was interesting in this when he said that is that many users. And I think as the reseller community, we tend to forget that Poshmark is not just resellers right a large percent i would venture to say and i don't know if he said this but you know the majority of poshmark users are not us and so we think of like poshmark should do this poshmark should do that but it's not necessarily their platform do you know what i mean like it's not necessarily it's not an ebay ebay is like we are here for resellers poshmark isn't necessarily that and when i heard the amount of people on poshmark that like rang it for me like okay like the resellers are such a small part of Poshmark together, right? Right. Exactly. Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I know, you know, you guys kind of resonated with the numbers, but um, I was kind of listening to the entire, almost like the, the theme, because last year uh, in Phoenix was my first Posh Fest. And so from last year to this year, I'm really, and I don't think people really kind of get it, but Poshmark is so socially driven. Mm -hmm. Like you really cannot succeed on the app with without being a part of the social movement that's behind it. Cause it's like integrated into one. And so to just kind of hear that, it was like, I don't know, it just seemed it something for me. So I think that, you know, a lot of people need to remember to connect to all of those people, um, mm -hmm. you know, however they can and right. and just know that they're not alone. So that's that's one of the things that I really love about Poshmark. Yeah. And I liked how he said that, too. And he kind of brought like I haven't I haven't been to a Posh Fest before, so I haven't like seen him in person. I've heard him talk in various other things. And I, a lot of people have said this, but he almost. I almost had tears in my eyes because he was just talking about like the community and he brought up, you know, Kim city yeah. and how we all um, are working together. And I think at least from, I'm going to speak for myself. I tend to forget about that because I'm like, this is a business. Like this is a business. Here's my numbers. Poshmark should be giving me this blah, 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 you know? And I tend to forget like why, what makes Poshmark so special. Um, and mm -hmm. it is that community. You don't get that with other platforms. All right, yeah. let's see if Mia's. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. There we go. Can you hear Hi, me? Mia. Hi, everyone. Hey, Mia. Hi. How's We're it good. going? Good. So we are talking about um, the State of the Union. I think that that's is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> that makes me think I of think like, yeah, the State of the Posh Union. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think of like the president talking, um, but I guess it's. <laughs> The same thing right so we we're just talking about and major takeaways from it um you know the community he touched on the community how he also touched on the pandemic and how this is a really hard year and everyone is struggling and to kind of have some grace with people if someone is acting and this took heart to me because sometimes i'm like well why are they acting that way and then i'm like this is like we're in a freaking pandemic my kids are at home we're reset like all kinds of things like we need to have grace with ourselves and then have grace with each other too um Exactly. I thought it was a really good opening to it. I don't know, Mia, if you had anything from the State of the Union that you had takeaways from. 
I actually missed that part of it. My computer was having issues, so. <laughs> oh. I'm going to touch on that in a minute because it's come up in the chat already. So we will touch on that after this because um, then it went to Zoom, right? You could, yeah. you could access this on YouTube, but then if you wanted it, you had to go to Zoom. Um, so can I? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, can I add something to that with about the community and everything? Because that was something that actually um, honed in with me. And that's what I love about Poshmark and, you know, being that part, that sense of community and how he, when he touched on that, when he was talking and I'm sorry, I'm looking down, I'm looking at my notes. Um, sure. When he was talking about that, he was saying, you know, with COVID, you know, where they started the Posh and Coffees and, um, Mm. how they made that virtual and we were able to do over 800 posh and coffees and be able to connect with people that we probably wouldn't have been able to connect with mm -hmm. if it were in real life posh you know posh and coffees from across the united states and so i thought that was really amazing and another thing that he was talking about is everyone's success is your success and your yeah. success is everyone else's success. And so if we come together as community and see it at that, then we begin, you know, we have so many tools to make make us successful in our business. And so that's what I wanted to touch on that. I just thought that was special and um, I really like his outlook on that. Yeah, and I think, um, and Leslie, speaking of community, I'm sure everybody here knows Leslie. Um, did I lose Yolanda? <laughs> okay, hopefully um, she joins back. Um, if you all don't know Leslie, you absolutely have to follow her. But speaking of community, she is definitely a pillar in this community. Um, I attended for a little bit. I always like Manisha's State of the Union. <laughs> I saw like you did a little a magic I, trick. I went to like it. It doesn't show me as logged in on YouTube because I wanted to chat and I clicked a button and I didn't know it was going to take me off. Okay, so and real quick, um, if for the those of you on the chat on the video, if you click, um, there's like a private and then there's a comment tab on Streamyard. If you click the comments, then you'll be able to see the comments that are in YouTube also. Yeah, I just I can't add to them because I'm not logged in. <laughs> oh, really? You guys can't yeah. add? Oh, you have to be on. See, yeah, I can. On your side, you have to do it from YouTube. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I'm not logged into YouTube for some reason. So gotcha. I love y'all. I do. I, I just can't talk to you. So, um, all right. Yeah, that's a downfall of using StreamYard. I think they have a paid version that maybe you have to pay for it. Um, and so Leslie is also saying, I liked this, um, embrace your weirdness. I'm just waiting for someone to make shirts out of this. Um, let me know. <laughs> it's definitely, I could see it being, you know, the next big craze. That was one of his big points as well. Um, and then a couple of people are in the chat are talking about this. And I know, so tomorrow they're doing the hackathon, which I'm excited to attend to hear about new features. Yeah. But he did touch on today some of the, this morning, some of the new features, some of the things they had already implemented and then some of the new things that were to come. Um, so I'll let you guys, if you remember, share some of them and then I can touch base on some of my favorites as well. Um, one of the ones that really kind of stuck out to me was what he was talking about with the um, posh stories. So they're going to be adding on to those so that you can uh, embed them into your listing. And it almost sounds like uh, they're going to be doing where it's uh, like a feed that you can access all of your past posh stories. So I, I'm looking forward to that. It reminds me a lot. You know, it's kind of, it mirrors Instagram a little bit like that. So you can see like your history. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I hope they'll like integrate it though to where like as a content creator, we were talking about this today, Yolanda, it's so much work to create content. And so if I have to do it for Instagram and then I have to do it for YouTube and then I have to do it for TikTok and then I have to do it for a Poshmark, like the nice thing taught uh, Instagram TikTok interfaces with Instagram, so you can put it right onto Instagram. And Instagram, you can put right onto Facebook. So then it yeah. at least, I don't know, they didn't mention that, um, but that would be, I would absolutely share all of my stories from Instagram to Poshmark. But well, I don't it's think, easier work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think to like take it, save it, put it on Poshmark um, yet. So I don't know if anyone uses, I don't really use the stories yet. Um, but if anyone, says um another thing too and jump in feel free to jump in um i will ramble on and on so <laughs> yolanda knows me she'll jump right in but mia and michelle like don't 
feel bad interrupting me. Um, Leslie is saying, Yolanda, if you want to use your phone to chat, people. Can yeah, I'm, I'm looking down trying to. Yeah, so when they're looking down, yeah. Um, so something else that I thought was interesting, and I had heard this, but it was good to hear his perspective on it, is they changed some of the, I guess like the filter and the backend algorithm of it. So before mm -hmm. it was, you know, just shared, if you were looking for something, it would come in as just shared or price dropped. And now they did more of like a relevant, I think, or something to that extent where you search mm -hmm. for something and it's something more specific to what you're looking for. Um, which is kind of nice and makes it, I think, easier for the buyer. Um, and then also for the seller, people are looking, finding things that they're actually searching for, not just what has recently been shared. Um, I thought it was interesting too, because in, in Instagram, they talked a little bit about, or Instagram a couple months ago, there was the big thing on the copy feature and how like they came out with the copy feature and then they had to go back with that. And it was interesting to hear his take. Um, and he said a lot of people didn't know how to use it and were using it as a share. Yeah, um, I saw and, that. Yeah, because he had mentioned a lot of people in the community, you know, the reselling tight knit community were like, oh, they don't want us relisting. And he said today, like, we, we want you to relist and refresh your listings, but people were using mm -hmm. it as a share and that was not the intent. So they had to kind of scramble back on that. Um, which I thought was interesting to hear because there was a lot of talk like, oh, they don't want us relisting. Um, and that's not at all what, well, do we right. look at what they said? Like, you know, we, we were, I was kind of mentioning that uh, on a phone call with a, um, a friend of mine, a re another reseller about that um, people using it as a sharing tool. And I'm, I was trying to figure out how people got there, but I wonder if it has something to do with the advice uh, for the edit next list. Um, so oh, yeah. you know, I wonder if that's kind of what people thought it was just another way to do that. So yeah. which is why maybe you see it, you know, you see the listings that always says copy still in the, in the title, like they don't take that out because maybe they just don't know. Yeah. Right. No, so. that's valid. And we have to keep in mind too, that we're not like most postures aren't doing this as like a living, right? And yeah. so if they're not watching a zillion YouTube videos like we do and following everyone on Instagram and, you know, they are just doing it quickly, something out of their closet and stuff. So they may not mm -hmm. be as um, educated in all of it. Um, two more things and then we will move on to sessions unless you guys have anything else to add. And this is all I have to add. So then I'm just going to ask questions because I didn't attend anything else today. Um, I did, they did say they're adding more sizes and colors. So where you can do mm -hmm. like inseam and waist and stuff as well. Um, stories you had mentioned, new filters as well. And I'm sure you guys can guess what I was most excited about. They're adding more closet metrics, um, inventory brands. He didn't get too detailed into it, um, but mentioned that he's trying to help us as sellers have more access to our data. Um, I'm hoping they'll talk a little bit more about it tomorrow in the hackathon. Oh, and he mentioned um, just briefly in passing, I think you had to hear it, like just pay attention, but mentioned uh, international shipping. Yeah. Yeah. And cross-border yeah. shipping. Yeah. Ideas. I yeah. yeah. So that. Oh, go ahead. And oh, go ahead. No, that's okay. I was going to just say, I also saw, saw that he had mentioned that they're going, um, going, there's an option for us to allow a portion of our sales to go to a charity of our choice. And I really love that idea too. Um, I saw that too. So yeah, I caught the international shipping, which I think is wonderful. And also um, with the charity of our choice, I think that's really great. Yeah. Poshmark, I've been kind of on the fence, like eBay's doing real well for me. And I'm like, I don't know, it's Poshmark. And then after today, and I only went to the beginning and I'm like, all right, hold on to Poshmark. Like some good things are coming. It's uh, yeah. community. All right, so let's break out. I wrote down the sessions. So there was, if you guys did not attend um, Poshfest and you're watching this, they do that was the beginning, the State of the Union, and then they had breakout sessions where you could choose from three breakout sessions or a ask anything type of thing from the team. Um, I didn't hear anyone who attended one of those. I'd be interested if anyone attended one of those in the chat, how it went. Um, so the first breakout session, we'll kind of go break by break and talk about it. 
me take that back real quick. So I heard a lot and I did have this issue as well. There was a lot of issues getting on to these sessions and with Zoom and people not having links. I had two emails this, I had multiple emails from them this morning, but two of them were the exact same email. One was at eight o'clock saying Posh Fest starts in an hour. And then one was at nine o'clock saying Posh Fest starts in an hour. Yeah. And I was like, okay, when does it actually start? Um, so hopefully I make it to my session tomorrow because the timing has been a little. Did you guys have any issues um, with links or getting on or? Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know how you guys did it, but I had I got the same two emails that you got this morning, mm -hmm. and um, it, I didn't use that because I had to get off of Zoom. I use it for the State of the Union but the um it was just really kind of glitchy so i got on to youtube kind of like everyone else did and i was able to see in the comments that someone was saying um that there were links to each breakaway session or breakout yeah. session in the facebook group and so i was like oh well let me check on that and you actually if you're in the posh fest 2020 group it's a private group on facebook um, I don't know how I found it, but I just saved it on my computer for tomorrow. Um, and it actually has links for each session. Now, okay. see, I, got an email, I got an email that had all those links, but not everybody. Yeah. Did. I didn't get. Yeah. See, I didn't get that email. I so. got the email. Okay. You got the email. Yeah, no. I did get the email. Uh, so and Yolanda maybe it went to my trash folder or something. I have no idea, but I didn't get that one. Yeah, and that's kind of listening to the community, checking in on the Facebook page. That's kind of like some people got it, some people didn't. The timing, like the app set a different time than the computer said, and then I got that email. Um, so I'm thankful that my session was not today. I would have been a hot mess not oh. knowing <laughs> who it was and what it did. Um, Margaret is saying, I entered the app anything session and automatically had my camera on immediately exited. <laughs> that's I know that's part yeah. of like being at home. It's like I put on my stories yesterday. Are you wearing a bra? Like I'm at home. I'm in my pajamas. Like I'm not giddy. I got ready for this, but like I'm not. I will keep my um, tomorrow I will because I'm speaking. But no, like that's part of being at home. All right, so let's get into the sessions. The first session was TikTok Beyond the Bins, um, and I wrote down business plan. I don't know what the official name is, um, but why don't you guys talk about if you attended the first breakout, uh, maybe we'll go around and talk about what you attended and what your takeaways were from it. I can call start. I'll be the mean teacher and call on people if you don't want to. I can, <laughs> I can start. Um, I attended in the first session, the um, Beyond the Bins, um, and there were uh, takeaways from that. Uh, we're talking about basically sourcing Beyond um, Bins, and um, we were talking about liquidation and different things like that. I um, A lot of uh, things, I have some notes here from that as well. Um, I took from that was if, um, you're wanting, because there's a lot of people that are going into liquidation right now. I, I don't have experience on that, but I that's why I wanted to um, see what it was all about. Um, some things that I took away from that is if it costs more money to do liquidation, I know that you have, you're just starting liquidation, Sarah, and you could probably speak more on that. Um, but like Nina was on there speaking today, um, from last quarter shop. And she was saying that, you know, she didn't jump into liquidation to like for like after she had been reselling for four years. So to make sure that you do your research, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's tons of things that, you know, that you can Google and go on and research, um, on those topics and on those items, but, you know, um, to make, you know, that just not jumping in and assuming that it's going to be all, all fun and and um, not overwhelming at first. And so I thought that was a great tip. Um, and then another takeaway that I took um, that Christmas stuff is selling really um, really well and it sells all year long. So I was really interested to see, to see that. Um, 
and home goods and accessories right now. And I think it, uh, what they were, um, and I believe that was Nina also speaking, um, is that a lot of people are home right now. And so they're wanting to redecorate. They're wanting to do the things that they weren't able to do, leaving their homes every day and stuff like that. And then, so I, I thought that was a really great tip too. Um, and um, another tip that somebody said too is, and this was just sourcing in general is um, when you get in that kind of that funk that you don't, when you go sourcing, you know, or you bring stuff home and you have your, uh, what they call death pile. I like to call it my money pile, but is that try to source for things that you are interested in and things in like your size and different things. And so that kind of gets you like, Ooh, I like that. And, Kind of gets you back into that groove of wanting to be happy to list those things and have those things in your um in your closet so i thought that was a great tip too yeah but that can be trouble too because then you're like Ooh, yes size. <laughs> i know because i keep a lot of stuff in my size <laughs> right well but it's interesting because i've noticed in my data what my sizes that sell best are my size and i'm like i wonder if that's because I'm like more drawn to it or I know what fits that size better. Like what, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, cause like, one doesn't sell that size as well as I do. Um, or maybe it's just because I'm like, I'll take that if it doesn't sell. Um, and then, so the other person was consignment, right? She talked about yeah. a consignment model. Yeah. Um, oh yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I find, okay, so I used to do consignment. I had an actual brick and mortar store. And um, yeah, a few years ago, it, um, wealth of information. But um, the the thing that I found interesting was her, um, her fee structure. And I, it was really interesting. I, I like seeing people's point of view, but um, the thing that, you know, you have to, deal with with consignment is one of the things that she said was like one person may have cats and another person may not and it's like you kind of have to be tricky with how you store that so consignment is a, a whole different thing you know and back when COVID first hit a lot of people were taking to like Facebook and um, Craigslist and things like that, asking neighbors and friends if they had stuff, you know, that they would be willing to donate or you know, sell to them. And you know, you you have to be you have to be careful um, with a lot, just like anything else, you know. Um, and figure out, I would say, just to add my little spin on it is with consignments uh either be picky or be ready to disclose a lot of information um because especially you know you guys know the kind of questions that we get already yeah. um from people and to add a different element that now you can't verify if something came from a smoke-free home and you know you don't smoke but you don't know if you're consigner person does or not so you just have to you know kind of be careful with that um so that's always turned me off from consignment as well is one the organization um i know y'all think that i'm organized but i'm actually not organized by trade i have to like extremely overcompensate because that's not a skill that i have and so that just makes me and it's with someone else's stuff if i lose something that's mine it's like whoops that sucks sorry sarah but if you yeah. lose someone else's and keeping up with that but then also people are very attached to their stuff um, and they always think that it's going to sell better and higher than it will. And I just don't, I don't really like people. <laughs> That's <terrible to> say, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't really want to be dealing with other people and their attachment to my grandpa. My grandma gave me this. I'm like, well, this Poshmark seller doesn't care about that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that why, you know, she mentioned contracts, um, which I can attest to. They are very important. So you can go into it and you need to um, say up front, hey, you can input, you know, like if you want a certain amount for this, um, then that's fine. We can talk about that. But that's a conversation that you guys need to have beforehand. So, you know, you don't people get I call it perceived value yeah. versus actual value. And sometimes it can be like a gap there. And 
you have to have that conversation. So it, yeah, it's, I would definitely reach out to her because she, she clearly, this is what she does. And, um, you know, they all have said, uh, if you have questions to, to message them and things like that, but. Yes. And I will say to that note as well, um, Posh Fest isn't in person, so you can't like go talk to them after a breakout session. Um, I don't know all of the speakers, but from the ones that I've talked to, and my guess would be they're going on the stage because they want to share their knowledge. They're in some capacity um, open to that. If you have questions, I know Nina personally, so I will speak to her. Um, she's been on my channel and I've done, she actually put the tick of liquidation in my head um, back, I think it was pre-COVID, um, we were talked about it. Um, and she will answer questions. She's very busy right now. Um, she has a lot going on, so it may be a little bit of time, but she will definitely answer. Um, I, you know, I'm a speaker, I will answer. But if you have questions on any of these, I would definitely reach out because that's something that you're missing in the actual Poshfest experience of being able to see them all weekend, right? But there's yeah. social media. Um, I would venture to say most people are willing to speak to you um, at some capacity because they were willing to talk about this. Mia, what did did you attend one of the first sessions? Um, yeah, I attended the Beyond the Bends as well. Um, one of the things that I found interesting was somebody had mentioned um, looking for wholesalers and whole um, warehouses in your area. So I mm -hmm. thought that that was a good tip to like look online to see if there's any liquidation companies that you can maybe negotiate with locally. Um, another tip that um, I actually heard at like a posh and sip coffee um, was somebody was saying that um, you could just Google um, or you could just go up to a thrift store and talk to them and tell them what you do. And then you might be able to make a connection that way and then buy in bulk that way. So I've heard is, that. Yeah. I've tried it. I have not had luck. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> My stores are like, that's not fair to everyone else. And I was like, yeah, oh. but that's the point. <laughs> like, right. Everyone else didn't ask. I did. So. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I like that they were like, that's not fair. Because they, yeah. I'm in Colorado. There is, it's a lot of resellers out here. Um, and one of the big local thrift stores, they have like 30 locations, um, is giving back to the community. Um, okay, I will say I'm going to give one tip on liquidation, not that I'm a pro, but I am starting to get into it something because you do have to buy a large quantity at a time. And it's very scary money. And then also just you don't know how it like we've all been thrifting forever. And we know how that process goes. Mm -hmm. Something I did is connect with other people in my area that I know were doing pallets, and I bought off of their pallet. Um, so that I could get, like, I would go and I would talk to them. How did it come? How did you, you know, and get an idea and like see how it actually was and then buy a little bit of their inventory to see how the processing went and what actually sold. Um, and it was helpful to me because I have a friend who bought a pallet of shoes and I would have really gone down that path. And then I saw her pallet of shoes and they just throw it all in there. So she had probably 20% of her shoes were ruined because they, you know, they didn't package them nice. They weren't in boxes. They weren't even wrapped and I would have never have thought of that and so I'm glad I didn't buy 500 shoes and 20% um, so that was something I did that twice and got me kind of comfortable spending the amount um, so Ashley Wheeler she is actually going to be on Monday we're going to be recapping day two on Monday so Ashley Wheeler and Bill and Tori from girly girl styles and 324 finds will be on Monday she went to the TikTok breakout was amazing. They provided a stat saying 30% of TikTok users don't have any other social media presence and made me rethink my position on TikTok. I've heard that's that. That's interesting. Are yeah, you that's TikTok? amazing. Anyone on TikTok? I posted my first TikTok like a couple of days ago. Um, it got like 500 views or something like that. But then my what? next video didn't get any views. So I'm like, I don't really know how that algorithm works or if I got to just follow people or. Yeah, I'm wondering if, because I, I, and I'm wondering if you're in the same boat when they were like, we're taking TikTok talk away. And I was like, well, now's the time, clearly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let me get on TikTok. Yeah. Um, so I posted my first video and it got a lot. And then the next couple didn't. And so I'm wondering if they give you like a boost when you start. Yeah. I think uh, they absolutely give you a boost. Yeah. For I just. I've just been doing reels, and so I've been having fun with those. But um, That's I was really shocked. Yeah, I was really shocked um, just because I don't 
<laughs> it's just me being me, but I don't think I'm that interesting. So um, I did a TikTok dropping my package off and I hit 2000 views the other day and I just could not, you know, I'm like, how? I don't even have 2000 followers yet on Instagram. So I really thought that was amazing and I have a lot of fun doing them. So um, I'm interested to see where Reels takes um, on Instagram. So. Well, and I think that can lead into our next one. I, the next session, one was Instagram, um, and I didn't attend. So if anyone, there was Instagram going, growing and streamlining and Poshmark features, I'm going to touch on the Instagram Reels just out of my knowledge, but I'm interested to hear what people have to say. Because Reels is so new, they are definitely favoring it in the algorithm. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're doing Reels, do reels <laughs> like you're going to get a lot of exposure because right now Instagram is really trying to get people to use it. And so they will favor that in the algorithm and give it more exposure than other things that you're doing. However, and this may not matter to other people, but it does matter to me because I look at my stats and my data. It is not included as of right now it is not included in your insight. If you have a business account on Instagram, it's not included. Um, because I did two reels last week and I was like, why are my stats down? What am I doing wrong? What is the world ending? And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's because I did two reels. Um, that got 2000 views. So I was still getting exposure, but maybe not as much. Um, okay, so that goes into the next one. Coco, I know, I don't remember who Coco, I just wrote down the names of the people that I know. <laughs> I know Coco, um, she's been on the mm -hmm. channel. And then Lynn was um, the growing and streamlining and Glitter Well was part of the Poshmark feature. So session two, everyone in the chat as well. Um, what session did you guys attend? I attended the um, the Gram is growing. The I think that's what it's called, or the Gram. Yeah. Um, that's the one I attended. Mia, what and oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, Mia, what did you attend? Yeah, that's what I attended as well. Oh, Yolanda. I, I did um, expand your horizons, the scaling and growing one. Oh, that was the one I wanted to do. Um, yeah, I did that one. I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to let Mia um, start it off because she's quiet over there. And I feel like if I don't call on her, she's not going to get a word in edgewise. Um, so you went to the Instagram one. What were some of your takeaways from that? Um, well, Coco said just find like a rhythm or find something that you can consistently go back to, like consistently re reference, like whether it be like um, an actual post or like the way that you start your post, like so that you have like a signature so that people automatically know that it's you. Mm -hmm. So that even if like they didn't necessarily look at the picture, they may have just caught the uh, first couple of words of your sentence and they automatically cling to that. So if you have like a signature way that you word your um, your post, that will help you build engagement and build community around you. And then also she said for your stories, um, find something that you can consistently, like a couple of different photographs and just rotate them out through your story so that you can always start it off with that um, photograph so that you don't have to worry about um, like trying to scramble new content every day because that can be exhausting and overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And she is a mom of a little two-year-old, maybe mm -hmm. 18 months. I mean, like a little nugget. Um, and her Instagram, if you guys don't follow her, it's color resale. Am I saying that right? I think so, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it is beautiful and I can't watch it too much because then it makes me feel bad about mine. It is gorgeous. <laughs> it is, I mean, she is. You can tell she has a very good aesthetic. She knows what she's doing um, for sure. So those are definitely great takeaways. Michelle, did you have anything? Uh, my takeaway and was also from Coco on Color Resale was um, about how to set up your bio like on your Instagram. And she was talking about how to like the very first thing on your bio should be something catching, like eye catching um, to people to draw them in. And um, so I I really like that part of it. And then she also said, then the, then you should have like your mission statement followed by what you do. Kind of, and it's, she said it's like her formula that she follows in her bio. Um, and then a statement of authority, like how long have you been selling or um, items that were sold, amount earned, so stuff like that. 
and then um, and then your location. So I thought that was really interesting mm -hmm. that she has a formula that she has broken down um, for your bio. I definitely need some work in my bio. So I'm definitely going to take that to heart and try that out. So I'm excited to try that. Yeah, I like it because that's what and it's hard because there's only so many words. Right. And so you exactly. It's hard to get. So I like that she has um, a formula and she definitely I mean, I've watched her increase over the past. I think I had her on my YouTube when I first started doing lives um, and I've seen her grow just ridiculously. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it is. And I will attest to that. Mine's not nearly as pretty as hers is. But having something to fall back on, you know, I created some of the um, same branding type things. So like I can just put words on it and not have to create a whole new Canva. Um, and I'm getting to the point where people are like, I knew that was you right away. Like I saw that, but then they're thinking they're YouTube things. And I was like, okay, I need to branch out. <laughs> not all of these are for YouTube. It's just when I don't have time to build something or take a picture, um, I can use it. And it makes, it's a full-time job to do. Um, it so, is. Yeah. So finding tips and tricks to that. Okay. So tell us everything, Yolanda. You went to the Growing and streamlining is what I wrote down, but what's the official name? <laughs> oh, okay. Now I got to pull it up again. Okay. Oh, here, I'll pull it up. <laughs> it's like, um, I'll do the work. Expand your horizons, scaling, growing, and streamlining. And this so, is open, right? Yeah. Okay. It was the, um, it was. Here, I have it. I'll, I'll do my job, Yolanda. I won't make you do it. Lynn, um, Lynn's Closet LLC is her handle, her story underscore thrift. And I write at Iridesc Gray. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to yeah. like put the placement in her name. Yes, Jane. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that one um was actually very interesting. Um the the main takeaway, okay, y'all know I'm backwards. The main takeaway for me was actually that I am not ready to hire employees. Oh. So I was like, um, that, that was one of the things that they were talking about was like getting into an office space um, or a warehouse space. And um, when it's time to, to grow, to hire people and things like that. Um, How did they determine that? So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really no cookie cutter answer. Um, everyone had a different kind of an aha moment. I mean, you just when you get to the point where you outgrow the space that you're in, um, you know, and, and you can't really just, you can't really budge. Like there's nothing else that you can do in your space. Um, you know, like for myself, I have a storage and that's how I'm starting um, because I, I'm in an apartment and I mean, it's, it's three of us now and there's no way I can fit have like 1100 items or more in my Poshmark closet and I can't fit it all here. Um, and so I guess, you know, maybe that's how someone might would start. Uh, but as a, a part of it is streamlining and they were talking about when it's time to hire someone to help, um, when you just get to a point of growth where you can't do it all yourself. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they were talking about hiring a VA or hiring, um, like you have, you know, like a lister or something like that. Um, and it's interesting to see people at different levels um, of their business because you can have someone that's been reselling for five years and they're still okay with doing everything themselves. They're not overwhelmed. But you can have someone that's only been doing it for less than a year and their growth is so much more exponential. And they're, you know, they're wanting to do something else. So um, I'm going to touch on that real quick. I'm sure you probably have more to share from it. But so um, I'm two things. One, I've heard I haven't been to Poshfest before, but what I've heard from the content is it's kind of fluffy and it's more about networking. But I'm feeling like what I'm hearing from you guys is it has been catered more to like resellers. Like, I mean, you're talking about hiring employees. Um, yeah. right. You're not talking about like, and I know some of their sessions are like how to take pictures. Right. Um, but for us, um, and most of the people probably joining this chat, that's not what we needed. So I'm actually really excited that 
they're giving content um, that is useful to everybody, you know, from the beginner to the next level up. Um, and I'm going to touch on because I do have a lister and a VA and I'm working on a class and y'all know me in numbers. I have a formula I'll share in the class on how to decide when is the time for you to make that move into hiring someone to help you and pay because it's money, right? You have to pay yeah. for it. Um, and so from a money numbers perspective, um, I'll be sharing how I decide in my course, how I decide when it's time to pay someone else to do the job that you're doing. Um, I'm interested, Leslie too is saying she doesn't want to hire someone. So I wanna know why she doesn't. I get it, Leslie, I do. <laughs> I mean, it, it's something like certain aspects of your business, you know, is better in your hands. Um, and it's some things that I'm not willing to let go of. Like I would never, well, I can't say never, but I don't think I would ever let go of doing my own photos because that's something that's so personal to me. Like, I, I don't know how to teach someone else to do that part of what I do. Um, but somebody can list for me all day long. I mean, oh, it's amazing. Take it. <laughs> so, and my lister is so much better than me too. People will ask me, "Oh, you're on social media. How do you do this?" And I was like, "I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how to look up fabric content. No clue." It's one of the things too that I've learned, though, because I'm I'm really a hands-on slash controlling person, and I've learned to delegate um, because. We, we can't do it. It's no way to, that you can do it all, right. um, especially when you're trying to grow and that word that you keep hearing scale, you know, and, I, you know, it, the, it took me, I've been on posh just, just at three years now. It took me two plus to hire a VA. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's like, I can't ever go back to not having someone else share my closet because it frees up so much time right. and, and unfortunately time. yeah it's like unfortunately you really can't succeed on posh unless you share your closet i don't care what nobody tell you you yeah. you can't it, it's not going to happen so you have to share your closet right and um yeah so it was it was interesting um jane was talking about uh how she has separate spaces um, for different tasks. So she does things in batches, mm -hmm. which spoke to me because I do things in batches. And she, but she has workspaces for each of those things. And so if she can do, you know, one thing here and skip something else, then she still is able to have something else going on in a different place. Yeah, I do that. I do that too. I have my forgotten photograph area. I have my inventory area and my shipping station. Um, and I have, I've timed myself. Um, Chris at a daily refinement taught me to do this. I've timed myself and then I find a process and I'm like, let me try this. Like, let me change one little thing and try and beat my times. Um, and I've gotten down to taking pictures, including measurements in 1.5 minutes. And I can do a package in two minutes. Like that's amazing. And that's like trying something out, like, let me try this and slowly improving my processes and doing batch work, um, which definitely makes a big difference. And that, those are things that you can do before you hire out, right? Make Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm loving these sessions. I really am. I was a little nervous with my first um, posh fest that it was going to be. Now I'm really sad <laughs> that I didn't get to attend any of them. <laughs> but I will say I have heard uh, Michelle told me if you're in the posh Fest 2020 group, they did say that they're recorded things, all the sessions, because they know a lot of people weren't able to make them and they'll be sharing them in the uh, Facebook group. So you can go watch those if you were able, if you weren't able to get on or if you were like, hey, I missed the Instagram one and I want to see that. Um, for the sake of time, because I think we probably could all <laughs> talk forever. Um, let's get to our the third breakout session. So I do have the official names pulled up. I finally got it together by the third one. Um, through the lens, cover shots and listing photography, grow giddy, grow getters, growth hacks for businesses, and then the at me anything. Yes, those are them. Yes. Did you guys attend? I did not. Unfortunately, I was not able to attend the third block either. Mia, it's all on you, girl. I had a little one that had to go to the nap. 
I watched a little bit of it, but I really didn't latch on to anything in particular from it. I started the one, the first one, I think, with all the posh employees. And then I skipped over to the next one. And he was talking about like photography and um, like how to set up your photographs so that when um, they appear on Google, they're nice and clean and crisp and white. Mm -hmm. And um, which, of course, like a lot of the seasoned resellers, we already know that. But sometimes, particularly me, when I'm listing in my closet and I can't find like the right um, um, stock photo that's like a square and perfect for Poshmark because they only want squares, um, I'll just use it and then we'll have like the black in the background. And he was saying, you know, like, don't do that just because like you're ruining the aesthetic of your closet and you're 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 stopping yourself from pulling up on Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Well, so there's um, there's a free website, and then some of the Photoshop apps can take the background off and make it just white for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be something that you it's like remove back. I know. Uh, I think it's like tap tap room or photo room or something. It yeah. takes the. It, I have the photo off. room, and it does that. Yeah, I use photo room. Yeah, and it, it's and a it free app. So that seems like it was probably a bit of a more elementary. Jamie said that photo room. Thanks, Jamie. Photo room. Yeah, Game yeah. changer. But that's a paid one, right? Is that paid? It's no. free with a watermark, but then you can pay not to have the watermark. I don't care. Yeah. I think it's like a couple bucks. To, yeah, to it's not much. Up. It's just yeah. a one time, not a monthly thing, though. Yeah. Um, Leslie brought up a good point and this is controversial, but I'm going to go there and I'm going to speak my piece and you guys are welcome to speak your piece as well. Um, in that session, they said, don't use stock photos. Um, I'm going to say my two cents on this. Um, I didn't attend the session, but Hoshmar, all of the reselling apps say that it is not allowed. Um, however, they don't have the manpower to, um, put, the regulations on it, they can't take, they don't have the manpower to, um, reg- what is the word? Police it, maybe. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, Regulate. Yeah. So they don't, but there are some, especially on eBay, I know, I know this is Poshfest, but especially on eBay, some of the companies will come after you and shut down your eBay store. I know people who have gotten their eBay stores shut down for using stock photos. Um, my two cents on it is that someone else's property. I don't use it. I do have some stock photos in my closet, but only once I've reached out to that company or that photographer or whoever it is and gotten the permission from them. Um, that's my two cents. I'm not placing judgment on anyone. I just know personally, if someone were to take my stuff that I'm doing, um, and use it as their own, that I wouldn't want that to happen. Um, so I try and give that respect to other people as well. Um, from Poshmark's perspective, I'm sure they're saying it because technically they don't allow it. Um, you guys are welcome to say your piece as well. I personally do not use stock photos in my in my closet either, but I don't judge anybody who does, but that, yeah, I choose not to. Um, well, I use them sparingly. Um, and I, if I was, when I use them, it's mainly to capture color, um, or to capture fit because I'm plus size. I sell a lot of twos and sixes and I, it's just no way. I I don't really have like a mannequin. I just have a dress form. And, um, so to me, I will showcase how something is supposed to fit with a stock photo, but all of my listings have my own photos, which is why I work hard on developing my style. So, I mean, I see it kind of irks me when you get people that only use stock photos. Um, And it's like, I guess they don't understand that from a seller's point of view or from a buyer's point of view, you really, you don't have any protection as a seller. If you sell something based off of a stock photo and that buyer gets it and says it has a stain or it has a hole, blah, blah, blah. Don't show any of the actual item. Yeah, and you you have no way to refute that because you don't have any photos, so. Um, eBay absolutely will side with the the buyer and they will kick you off for that like you absolutely cannot use only sock photos they have that very clear like you have to at least if you use a sock photo you at least have to show 
it. Um, and I, I mean, it's, you bring up very valid points, Yolanda. It's very difficult, I think, to do it without stock photos, um, especially because the large amount of people use it. So then you're competing with like professional, like I'm competing with professional photographers that are paid thousands of dollars to style at Revolve, right? Like no matter how I model, I'm not going to be able to compete with that. Um, so it does definitely make it hard. Uh, resellers passion. Leslie says, I think it's more my business when I take my own photos. Um, and this is something I don't remember who I was talking to, but something that goes into like branding, if you're trying to, like if you're just reselling stuff out of your closet, but if you're trying to make this your business and you're trying to brand and do a YouTube mm -hmm. and an Instagram and like make it your brand, um, doing whether you model or something else, if someone looks at your closet and they can tell that it is yours. Um, mm -hmm. That being said, I've gotten permission to use stock photos and so I'm all for it because it looks way better. <laughs> it looks way better, yeah. less time than me modeling. Um, yeah. And and two, mm -hmm. another thing with stock photos and I'm gonna let it go, but... Um, oh. It, sometimes people people are just lazy and and they have the wrong item and it's not it doesn't match what you're selling and it, it's just it's so many problems it's a lot of problems so I, I if you're gonna use them at least use them the right way I guess I don't know right I think that's something that's hard too with Poshmark um, and probably a lot of reselling apps so many people do this as a side hustle um, or cleaning out their closet. And so they don't really know the proper protocols. And then I've noticed with Poshmark, especially in some of the other ones, um, they think it's like someone bought something from two different closets and then were asking me about the other item. Like they thought it was all Poshmark. Like they thought everything came from Poshmark and didn't realize it was different sellers. And so then if you have this person in this closet doing this, but then I'm doing, you know, following the rules and doing the proper protocols, um, it may not like people don't re really realize that it's different um, closets or different businesses. Right. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Leslie is saying cases have been opened a lot because people use stock photos. Yeah. Nope. That makes sense. Um, so then I think it ended. Did it end with something? Or this was I don't know, but we skipped one. Did we? Yeah. What did I skip? We, we skipped the first after the state of the union they went oh. into um oh yes with posh block posh boss blake blake what yeah. they call it yeah we we skipped okay. that one it well, was some good stuff in there i mean but it, it covered oh. a lot of what um some of the other ones seems like we've we've kind of talked about but we did skip it though <laughs> okay well we can touch on it and thanks for keeping me honest i'm gonna send you commission for this video yolanda because you are like doing the job for me but let me tell you what youtubers make i will probably make 32 cents on this video so don't be no. don't put it all in one place <laughs> go to the beans no right exactly you can you would probably buy like a versace belt at the bins if you found one for 32 cents there you go um i did i was listening typing during the chat when he was talking and it seemed what I caught was a lot of like self care, um, yeah. which I liked. I don't know if you guys want to touch on that. That's what I was going to, I was just going to say the same thing. I did catch that from the, I think they call it the campfire side chat or something. I probably am messing that up, but um, I do like that they were talking about a lot about self care and things about how you have, um, just things of going actually through the pandemic and, you know, how people had scaled their business or, you know, how to, how, like, I like how um, Posh, Posh Boss Blake touched on, you know, he thought, well, he was kind of forced into seeing if full-time was for him and then he full-time reselling. And then he decided that wasn't something for him, but then he also, you know, um, talked about, you know, he'd never had thought about self-care until, you know, until this, and then we can reflect on that. And he bought himself flowers. And I just thought that was amazing. Mm -hmm. And the other resellers that were on there as well, were talking about just finding that time for self-care because, you know, a lot of us were not able to even just like get out and see, you know, some of our self-care is communicating with other people, our family, our friends, and different things in real life. And we're not able to do that right now. And so um, I think he was saying that he was not, he didn't feel alone, but he was feeling lonely. 
And um, I think a lot of people can relate with that right now. And so I think self-care is definitely important regardless before the pandemic, but especially now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I noticed a lot of my self-care, we were talking in the chat, is um, working out. And I, I'm not like an exercise fiend, like, oh my God, I'm going to during competitions. It just puts my mindset right. I'm just getting mm-hmm. the endorphins. Um, and so I really do try and do it every day. And my husband can tell when I, he's like, you haven't worked out today, have you? And I was like, am I that bitchy? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, go for it, like, go do something. Um, either that or he's like, how many sales did you make today? When I'm bitchy, it's you haven't worked out and you've had a zero sales day. <laughs> like, does he know me or what? Um, well, we are wrapping up towards the hour and I know we all have um, busy schedules and want to get our sleep for tomorrow's session. So if there's anything that you guys want to share that we didn't cover. Yolanda kept me honest about that first one that I missed. Um, but if there was any other takeaways that you guys really thought were important to share about today's day one. Um, I, I just, I have one favorite part from the entire day mm-hmm. and it goes back to the state of the union, um, posh union. I do feel presidential when I say that too. Okay. <laughs> oh, but but um, Manish was saying that remember we're not in competition mm-hmm. you know with exactly. anyone um because when one of us succeeds we all succeed and i think that in this day and age you know especially with with business and everyone is trying to keep their source secrets and there's some things that you don't need to share but you know i think sometimes people take it a step too far um cuz you know we're we're just all here just trying to do better. And I think it's important that we embrace that about each other. Agreed. And fortunately for us, unfortunately for the world, there is far too much product out there. Like you're, we're never going to run. I mean, maybe things will change. They're predicting, you know, people are going to get more into um, sustainable fashion and stuff, but right now that's not the case. Like there is enough out there for all of us. <laughs> like if I tell you how to do something, like you're not taking business from me. It's not, we're not in that place right now. Um, and that is something there's definitely people who don't fall into that category, but for the most part, I do find at least the people that I've connected with. Um, I mean, you guys are right here sharing everything that you learned that I wasn't able to go to. You ask a question and people are willing to answer. I've had very few people that have ignored me or flat out said, I'm not going to do that. Um, or, I mean, Leslie is a huge example. If she doesn't know the answer, she will go find it for you. Um, And I find that is a large part of Poshmark, which is what a lot of people keep coming back. There's so many platforms to sell on. And I think that's absolutely one of the reasons that so many people stay with um, Poshmark through the thick and the thin. I was surprised and I'm wondering if I'm going to touch on some of the stuff tomorrow. I'm wondering if in his um, talk tomorrow, because he'll start the day off tomorrow and do the hackathon. He didn't talk about the IPO at all, did he? No. No. Yeah, I was. I thought for sure they because don't they touch on financials in the IPO? So that might be tomorrow. Um, I was interested. I mean, there's not a lot to say, but I thought for sure. Let me look at tomorrow. I have morning welcome hackathon fireside chat important. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it'll be in the. Well, it shouldn't be in the wrap up, but it may. Yeah, I thought they would have done it today, so maybe he's not. I mean, it, they just. So if you don't. You guys might know, but people who are watching, they did um, do a draft for the IPO last Friday. I don't know what day it is. It was like a week ago. I think last mm-hmm. Friday. Um, and so that'll be interesting to see if they completely, last year they did it and then pulled out of the IPO and wanted to get some things in line. Um, but now they're doing it again. Oh, Ashley's saying that's true because she is on the board. He might do it with Serena Williams. That's valid. Oh, right. Okay. So that is um, tomorrow. I'm interested. I, there's not a lot to say, but I do think it's kind of a big pillar in what's happening right now on Poshmark that I think that he should maybe touch on it. Um, so let's end on that. Besides my session tomorrow that I know you guys are all so excited for, <laughs> what sessions do you think you guys are going to be attending or are you most looking forward to tomorrow? Do you want me to go over them? I have it up. <laughs> that might be helpful because I don't know what's going yeah, I don't, on. I don't either. That's why I have it up. So obviously everyone is going to spreadsheet success tomorrow in the third breakout session. 
The first one is inventory tours set up for success. Bring your listing to life with Poshmark Stories, self-care. Um, the second one is be your own CFO. So this is with Nicole Collette. If you know her, um, about taxes, bookkeeping, financial planning. That one is one that I've heard a lot of people want to go to. Creating a brand that stands out. Um, I think that one will be interesting to um, not Tori, Shop Foxborough. Why can I not think of her name? Shop. She's going to come. Well, I cannot think. She, she, she shot Foxborough. She has a YouTube channel and an Instagram. She has amazing vintage. But she's going to be doing this. God, mm -hmm. this is going to kill me. I know her like personally, and I can't think of her name. Um, obviously, you can tell I'm better with numbers than words. Be our guest customer experience. And then also thinking green, shifting to sustainability, thriving and subscribing on YouTube. And then, of course, you guys are excited for mine. A time to excel spreadsheet success. I think that's oh poshmark canada be your they have that in there twice the app has and things her, and her name is Brittany. they're saying it's Brittany. thank you thank you i wanted to say beverly and then i was thinking tori but tori is girly girl styles it's seven o'clock on friday thank you guys for keeping me honest <laughs> um all right so now that i've said them um, if there's any that you guys think you're most excited for I'm definitely excited for yours but tomorrow, definitely. And I'm also excited for um, Nicole Kalutz, um because I'm just about numbers and financials a lot with my business as well. So those two stand out definitely for me. And um, so I know those definitely two that I'll be attending. I, I'm not so much um, the numbers one, um, the the one the second one you were saying but i do want to get into the brand one mm -hmm. and just see yeah. what that's about because i feel like there might be like some nuggets in there yeah that'll be good and then i'm actually a little sad that the thriving and subscribing on youtube is during my session because that's one mm -hmm. of the ones i would want because it's mogi beth i think and becky parker becky park on poshmark like two mm -hmm. youtubers um right and so I'm hoping that one will be recorded. I'm also hoping that nobody goes to it though and comes to my session. <laughs> all the sessions I'm going up against Mogi Beth. Like, come on. Um, I'm just kidding. But so I thank you guys so much for coming here and sharing um, everything that you guys learned today with us and everyone in the comments as well. Um, one final thing, my mystery boxes are pre-sale today, last, last and only day. Um, it was only one day. They're pre-sale, so if you were on the list, you should have gotten an email. Um, if you didn't, send me a DM and I'll send it to you today. If you do pre-sale today, you do also get a free gift. They will get, go on sale for everyone tomorrow, so follow my stories and I'll share the link tomorrow. Um, for those, there is a limited, so once they're up, they're up. It's at five. New with tag active where... Um, resell active where you can resell them or the size so you can keep them. Um, I was going to say one other thing, but now I don't remember. Oh, Monday, I am going to be doing a recap just like this for day two. Um, girly girl styles with our husband, Bill, and then also Ashley Wheeler of eight will be on and we'll be talking about what happened on day two. So that's my two cents. I will see everyone tomorrow at 1145 Pacific standard during my session. Yeah, thank, <laughs> you. thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you have a good night. Bye, everyone.